So has uh, the march commenced and uh, the speakers that I mentioned, have they spoken as yet? Well, the march has uh, commenced an hour ago. It's in the middle uh, of uh, the procession, as we speak, in front of parliament. And uh, as you have rightly said, former finance minister Mkwebisi Jonas indeed has uh, just uh, stepped off from the podium a few seconds ago. Uh, but uh, the uh, bishop, uh, Archbishop of Cape Town could not be present himself. We've just been told that he's got other uh, obligations in the Eastern Cape, but he sent someone from the church. What we can uh, say from uh, what uh, the former finance minister has said just now is that uh, we need uh, to uh, have a leadership from uh, various civil society organizations that can hold uh, uh, politicians accountable. He says this was uh, taken away uh, after 1994, the power from uh, community-based organizations to be able to make uh, decisions for their future. So how many people have gathered for this march? Well, uh, we have uh, spoken to many people. They give uh, different numbers. Some are saying it's 5,000. Some are saying it's 10,000. I would say in that range between five and 10,000 because uh, it started small and it grew bigger as it approaches uh, the parliament. We can also uh, say that uh, there is a huge police contingency, including law enforcement uh, officials from the city of Cape Town that are keeping a watchful eye on the proceeding outside parliament. Mlamli, have you had a chance to speak with those who are participating? Well, uh, one of the people uh, we have uh, spoken to uh, is uh, uh, a lady from uh, the Equal Education, Leanne Janssen-Thomas, who said earlier that uh, the purpose of this march uh, from uh, their side as uh, part organizers of this march is to actually put pressures to the MPs to be able to vote according to their constitutional obligation tomorrow when they do so. But we've just sincere that uh, is uh, tomorrow when the MPs vote. Now, getting a reaction on that note, we heard it from uh, Section 27 uh, founder Mark Haywood, who says that uh, the, the ANC uh, MPs have an obligation to save the country from a further economic ruin uh, if they fail to, to vote uh, uh, according to their obligation. Okay. This will be problematic for the country. Thank you, Mlamli. Mlamli Maneli, uh, our reporter who's at that march. And uh, earlier on, the Council for the Advancement of the South African Constitution, CASAC, said that the National Assembly Speaker does not have an unfettered discretion on whether or not to allow a secret vote in tomorrow's vote of no confidence in President Jacob Zuma. For more reaction on this issue, the announcement made earlier on, we're on the line to CASAC's Executive Secretary, Lawson Naidu. Mr. Naidu, a very good evening to you. Thank you so much for speaking to us. So um, where does this leave you in terms of your thoughts on what is going to happen tomorrow? Uh, thank you very much. Firstly, I think, uh, yes, we welcome the decision that the Speaker announced this afternoon, that there will indeed be a secret ballot on the motion of no confidence in Parliament tomorrow. As I said earlier today, the Speaker's discretion has been constrained by the Constitutional Court judgment. And I think we welcome the fact that the Speaker has articulated her decision very much in line with the guidelines that were provided to her by Chief Justice Nguyen. 
And I think we must also welcome the fact that she highlighted the issue that I think is a particular concern to many uh, South Africans, that those members of parliament who do indeed uh, vote with their conscience against party lines will be protected from any uh, punitive action or retaliatory action by their political parties. Because as the speaker herself said this afternoon, such action will be unconstitutional. And we therefore hope that that really provides the comfort to members of parliament to really go out there tomorrow and listen to the concerns of ordinary South Africans about the dire state of President Zuma's leadership. Mm. Just in terms of the workings of parliament, if the vote were to go against the governing party, which has the majority at the moment, how would they go about finding out who voted uh, in favour of the vote of no confidence? Well, we certainly hope that they won't, won't find out because the whole purpose of, of uh, holding a secret ballot is that people vote anonymously and therefore one will not be able to, uh, to know who voted in a particular way. That is a potential downside of this because it is, uh, you know, it does, doesn't provide for the openness that we would normally require. But these are extraordinary circumstances. And I think we, uh, the opposition parties, when they spoke uh, just now to the media, said that they will be meeting early tomorrow morning as all the parties in Parliament, to discuss the mechanics of how the secret ballot is going to take place, but that the voting procedure itself has integrity and people can vote with full confidence that their vote will indeed be secret. Mm. Just finally, in terms of the context in which we South Africans would understand uh, a conscience vote, looking at uh, uh, global use of the conscience vote, it would seem uh, a lot of them have been on so-called moral issues. Uh, The British House of Commons, for instance, did it on the restoration of the death penalty. If we look at what happened in the United States and Australian parliaments, it had to do with issues such as euthanasia, uh, sex discrimination, abortion, etc. So how, how do we line up in terms of putting that into context of why we'd call it a conscience vote? Well, I think, again, the Constitutional Court has provided that kind of guidance and, and to say that, you know, a secret ballot should really only happen in exceptional circumstances where it is imperative for Parliament to be able to exercise effective oversight over the President and the Executive. I think on issues of uh, substantive motions, whether it be the death penalty or, or other things, uh, I think a secret ballot would not, would not be appropriate. I think an open vote of conscience encouraged by political parties would be the right way to go on those issues, as it would indeed on, on this matter. Even though we now know that there is a secret ballot uh, tomorrow, I think it is not too late uh, for the ANC in particular to allow their members of parliament to vote uh, with their consciences uh, allow them a free vote to express their, their, their belief in whether they still retain confidence in the president who they themselves elected and who now have an opportunity to vote against tomorrow. So I think that that is still an opportunity. And I think the, 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 the next uh, 20 hours or so that remain between now and the vote tomorrow will see an incredible amount of lobbying of members, not just of the ANC, but of all political parties to make sure that members of parliament do in fact turn up tomorrow and participate in this historic debate. Thank you very much. Uh, that's Cassex Executive Secretary Lawson Naidu.